Welcome to Faked, an original podcast highlighting the underground world of counterfeit illegal items around the world and how to spot them. Whether you're traveling the world or buying online, Faked will be your guide. With your host, Joseph Rowan, you'll explore the many ways counterfeiters can pull off disguising everyday consumer items as the genuine good. Welcome, welcome back, everybody. We are on Faked today. We are talking about counterfeit batteries. So um, this is something that we're all really familiar with. I don't know if you've ever uh, bought secondhand batteries or just, you know, saw a deal that really looked too good to be passed up on uh, like at a flea market, you know, where you're like, man, there's like 150 batteries here and it is a fraction of the cost. I'd love to pick these bad boys up specifically because it is still in its wrapper at We've, we know better than that, guys. We know better than that. So, you know how we like to start off fake, so we always talk about why are, is this specific item counterfeited? What gives it value enough that would cause somebody else to jeopardize their ethical code in order to make a quick book? Buck, um, book too. Uh, we did actually go back to uh, some of my previous episodes about fake books. Uh, that was a misspoke, but... Uh, you know, it worked out as a, a little plug to some previous episodes. So, guys, when was the first modern day battery invented? That is the question. And um, not until Italian physicist Alessandro Volta, I mean, with a last name like that, seriously, uh, Volta, although I'm sure Voltaic came out after that, but still, I mean, just some names. When people come up with stuff and you're like, come on, like that. That was predetermined by that last name. Like, he he knew he was getting into that. Anyways, let's continue. Okay, so in 1880, nope, nope, 1800s, okay, Volta created the first modern-day battery when he built what came to be known as his Voltaic Pile. There you go. The Voltaic came from his last name. The pile was made of up um, of... That's a weird sentence. So the pile was made of zinc and copper plates with vinegar or brine dampened pieces of leather or pasteboard placed in between each plate. So obviously we've made some strides since then, since we don't have leather and vinegar in our, um, you know, remote. You know, that's, that's something that we, it seems like we've improved on. But that right there is the first time we started harnessing energy, thusly giving value to just plenty of things, you know, in the future here. Well, actually past, but up until now. So it's, yeah, it's pretty crazy that somebody was able to invent this, I would say. I know that's not what the podcast is about, but it's very interesting to see that somebody came up a way, uh, with a way to kind of harness energy and then um, delay its, you know, diffusion to be able to put it into a remote and not have to change it for got, you know, several months. It's crazy. It's crazy to me, but that's what gives it value is the fact that these batteries exist and people want them and people use them. People, you know, really take advantage of the fact that we do have just uh, a cupboard full of energy. Now, when you, you open it up, you get a junk drawer, you're kind of, you know, going around and, you know, pushing pins out of the way in order to get your battery in order to throw it into your remote, which gives it power um, and for you to lose it later. So that's great. So that's what gives it value. And that's what, uh, these counterfeits see. They see, wow, people, people like a good deal on these batteries. And, um, 
you know, we, we can absolutely recreate, you know, the most famous battery out there, which would be the Copper Top AA AAA battery by Duracell. So that is the most popular. So that's what we're going to be talking about today specifically. Um, some of this stuff may not apply to some of the other batteries out there, but it will give you kind of a, you know, a rule book to go off of when you are determining whether that large pack of batteries is too good to be true. Um, so it looks like actually uh, Duracell no longer confirms or denies uh, authenticity of suspected counterfeit products. So this actually comes at a great time because they're no longer allowing you to send in products and then, um, you know, send them back and determine whether it was, you know, real or not. So, and I get it, you know, that makes sense because a lot of people might hear something like this and be like, you know what, I've got a battery drawer of 500 batteries. I'm going to send them into Duracell. And if they lose any of them, I'm going to sue them. So, or, you know, testing them is going to probably uh, take some of the energy out of it as well. So also important. So, Okay, so we talked about Duracell being one of the most popular batteries in the world. Double A, triple A. A lot of people don't use Ds, you know, or Cs, you know, other things that uh, aren't as important, but everybody has touched a double A and a triple A battery in their life. So that's important, okay? All right, so how do we determine whether these Duracell batteries are authentic? So it looks like the label on authentic Duracell batteries will not peel off. If the label peels off, you have a counterfeit battery. That one I didn't know. So it actually seems like it's less of a label and more of a structural component of the battery. Once you start taking off that, you're starting to see some of the inside of the battery. So that's important, okay? So label, if it's got a label on it, eh, counterfeit. So authentic Duracell batteries have a batch number laser etched or stamped into the plastic label, okay? I know we just said, the label, but uh, they're actually referring to the structural component, not like a label itself. So it is rough to the touch, not printed. So you can kind of, you know, uh, kind of slide your finger on it and you can feel it. It's got an embosing to it. So, all right. So Duracell uses recycled paper in their packaging. If you look at the back of the package, the cardstock should look dull or similar kind of to a newspaper. Uh, if it's bright white, it is suspect. Okay, so Duracell batteries are packed flush to the bottom of the cardstock. You should be able to stand authentic battery packs upright without them falling. That's a really interesting one, I would say, because if you are at that, um, you know, flea market I mentioned, the hypothetical flea market, or uh, if you just see somebody online on Facebook Marketplace with a, uh, well, actually, if they're laying down, maybe that's already a sign because we just talked about you should be able to put them upright because they're flush. So that's a really important one. And I would definitely uh, keep that in the old noggin there. So Duracell states that authentic batteries may be manufactured in Belgium, Germany, China, and the United States. I feel like that one's going to be a really easy one for anybody to counterfeit. So maybe we don't look at that one as, uh, you know, as weighted as some of the other ones. So other possible signs of counterfeit batteries include spelling errors, obviously, on the package or just poor picture quality. All right, so next comes with the leakage. This one's kind of an interesting one because you're never gonna wanna use a battery anyways with leakage, but let's say um, you have a, a large package, okay, and you've got the 
the, the one that maybe has leakage to it where you're like, oh, well, that doesn't compromise some of the other, you know, batteries, but it might be a great, you know, uh, a great litmus test for the rest of the batteries. You might think, well, this one's leaking, so maybe the rest are, um, you know, totally fake. Uh, and and then in which you could then go over some of the other things we just talked about. So always look for the leakage. That's a big thing with batteries. Batteries are nothing to mess around with, you know. And that's another reason we talk about this stuff is because there are, you know, the remote that you have in your sunroom isn't exactly life-threatening if it doesn't work. But a flashlight used in a fire emergency, that is going to be a life or death situation. Or the fire system, you know, one of the fire alarms, you know, things like that. It's very important to have reputable batteries in it so it does not uh, mess up in times of need. So counterfeit batteries, uh, counterfeit batteries pose a serious uh, safety risk, okay? It is believed that the fake batteries exploded uh, you know, you'd hear all these stories about fake batteries exploding because they did not have the specifically designed cooling vent at the base of the battery, basically making a little tiny uh, pipe bomb. So it's important. That's I mean, if that doesn't just make you want to check all this stuff as is, I don't know what's going to do it. So uh, we talked about the skin. We talked about uh, explosions. So that little, you know, ventilation, the leakage. Uh, and then... We can also talk about color of the packaging. So color and font are kind of big because some of the font is kind of hard to get. You know, they will try to get very similar stuff, uh, but the font's always going to be a huge giveaway. I feel like we've looked at so many of these fonts for years that you'd be able to determine if something was off. Okay. There's also trademarked Duracell colors where uh, they may just get close enough that copper since it actually isn't real copper, it's got it's the color of copper. Okay, so that's important to to kind of you know get in the noggin. We've all seen it, and um, I think that's a that's probably a good sum up, honestly, for it because uh, we talk about these batteries and we talk about how the safety concern is so big, and you do not want to put faulty batteries in anything. Okay, even batteries alone, you know, just having batteries. Uh, can be a little dangerous in the sense of if they're not kept well, if they're in a hot place, blah, 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 blah. But just imagine fake batteries, okay? You're going to, I mean, you're just setting yourself up for risk. So this is a very important one, a very important episode that I uh, encourage you to share with friends and whatnot. Um, you can also, you know, follow me on TikTok. I've got faked podcast uh, taken. You know, that one wasn't taken, so that's great. So I do do some, some you know, pump ups for maybe the episode or, you know, just interesting things that maybe don't warrant an entire episode. You know, this one's a shorter one, but there's not a lot to talk about when it becomes the batteries, but I do feel it would have been doing a disservice if I didn't talk about it. So guys, I would say that is it for this episode. Okay. So remember with faked items, there are those who produce them, those who purchase them and those that listen to this podcast. I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.